Hello, friends. If you're here for Ben Shapiro's sex tips, you've come to the wrong place. Welcome to some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Heidi ho there, uh, Scallywax and friends of Patreon. Gentlemen, pirates. welcome to another episode of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am you. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just a guy. I'm Nico, and with me, as they're known to be, uh, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. And if you're wondering where GCR is, fuck that guy. He's off <laughs> dancing in the winds and enjoying. Uh, libations and things without us so he can suck a rod yeah what a fuck yeah but thank you all for joining us and uh this is episode 396 if you're scoring at home and we hope that you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so how we doing fellas tired tired yeah (laughs) no uh why just just living through life in these troubled times or is it's kind of a you know there's a lot going on with you know things that actually matter in the world um but not a whole lot going on in things that don't matter you know in the realms of entertainment and geekery and and even in sports it's just kind of a little bit of a downtime and the world's kind of a big or was that last week i said didn't will smith slap somebody or was that last last week i've already forgotten about it it was so irrelevant there's Mm, there's so much the world has kind of gone to fuckery mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. more so than usual. So yeah, the, the nonsense antics of has been actors is kind of not really, not really tracking the radar right now for me. Simply put. Who's, who's a nonsense actor or has been actor. Mm. Yes. Bruce Willis. who's right. retired. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what? Uh, retired gracefully, I might add. Yeah. You know what? No. I, Bruce gets a lifetime pass. You know? Sure. He's fine. I, I hope that he recovers from his aphasia. It is possible. Yeah. I don't know yeah. enough about it, but I know that it's a, a legit thing. And from yeah. what I, I read, ever see from him like, in like the kid too. But. Is that like yeah. the face blindness thing? What is aphasia? Yeah, that's I don't... the face blindness thing. No, it's oh. where you lose all your hair. No, that's alopecia. Uh, <laughs> oh, what'd you say? Careful, you're going to get oh, your fucking mouth slapped. I should have I said. You know what? Can I just say, no, and I'm being alpacas. sincere. I, I, this is amongst just us friends, because nobody's listening to this anyway. Sure. You know, <laughs> old. There's, there's certain things in life. I was trying to explain this to my son, you know, in a uh-huh. way that's like telling a life lesson, but, but being real. Okay. Like there's ways to diffuse a fight. You know, you can't lose a fight you don't get into. And, you know, you want to try and find resolutions that are, that are nonviolent. So, you know, maybe somebody shoves you and you can suck it up. You don't have to necessarily engage. You know, maybe they're smaller than you. Maybe they're drunk. Maybe somebody throws a punch at you and misses. You know, you don't have to react. But if you open hand slap me or spit at me, you mm-hmm. better fucking kill me because I'm going to come at you until somebody somebody fucking knocks me out or, dra- or, or drags me the hell off you. Those, those are unforgivable curses. So that's just all I'm going to say on that. 
Mm. I'm, I'm more of a Chris Rock fan now than I was before, and I like Chris Rock and always have. Yeah. His That's my... tour is currently sold out everywhere, so it's done nothing but good for him. Right. Right. And I think so, so there was that. retired from the Academy as a result. Not that I guess we're doing news on this, but since we're well, already here. We have, to, we have to fill 37 minutes. So. Mm. But really, if that's your reaction, then the slap did exactly what it was supposed to do. It hit you right in your pride, and you reacted like a person whose pride was wounded. <laughs> so I say, go go ahead and slap me. I'm going to be mad about it, but I'm not going to react. Really? I, I would okay. Exactly we're, we're, on, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying Chris Rock should have on national television. Oh, that's no, not, absolutely not. My, I, th- I think that wasn't my good point. Job. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. You're saying if it was you, that's how you would react. And I'm saying if it were me, I don't think I would react either. Well, not if it's like a toddler or my wife. <laughs> if if it's a, a I mean, if it's a grown man that that is not, you know, with some sort of mental affliction. Yeah, that's just no. There's just that's awfully sexist of you. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> women with or without mental afflictions as well. My bad. <laughs> it's just i don't know very yeah. irritating thing anyhow there's not much going on because people are still talking about that bullshit so we just did it's too, weird but there really that just we're isn't. still talking about this it's, yeah i don't mean us i mean the world by the way yeah it's oh, just yeah. like, like well, one dude right, worth so, 300 million dollars slapped another dude worth 100 million dollars because the guy with 100 million dollars uh mouthed off to the wife of the guy with 300 million dollars Here's the thing. I think that we should privatize this and turn it into a sport because I can't tell you how much money that we would make and how much money that I would spend to watch multimillionaires and billionaires slap fight the shit out of each other. Right. I'm into it. This is this is a like a burgeoning industry that we should get in on now. Have either of you ever watched any highlights from that from the open hand slap competitions? Oh yes, yeah, fantastic! Oh my god, Some I couldn't do it. I'm monsters. not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Lie. Yeah, that's that's like, I don't know. There's something about that that bothers me more. Like I'll, I can, I, I can take a punch and would rather take a punch more than a than a something about an open hand slap just infuriates my core and hurts. And, and they like the the people that I guess you would consider professionals for this. Like they have terrifyingly good form. And yeah. like oh, you can tell that they've got great follow through. Like they got like the like ability to focus eat. their chi into their palm. Yeah, like I would. They would slap me once, and I would not have any fucking teeth. I guarantee it. Yeah, like your your soul leaves your body. Yeah, temporarily. I that's but, uh, that's a level of and I do feel like that's part of the technique, right? Is to is to kind of slap down and across so that you get the jaw and try and knock someone unconscious. I sure. assume I, I have not studied the fine art, but I, mm. that seems to be the idea. Yeah. But in all in all honesty, I, I maybe I'm assuming part of the reason why the slap that shall not be named why it gets so much run is maybe because people are looking for diversion from kind of the everything else that's the, going on. God awful god awfulness that's going on. You we've know, got this weird thing, lull obviously. in the world where there's not really a whole lot of new entertainment and and everything's dying and we all and everything's dying and the and everything new, sucks yeah climate report just came out and 
I haven't paid any attention to it, but I heard it's bad. Oh, it's exactly it's what you want from it. Real fucking bad. Yeah. It's exactly what you want from it. Uh, got, well, got, well, at least World War Three seems to be winding down. For now. Yeah. Allegedly. But but maybe, but now we're you know, we're uncovering more and more just of the layers of awfulness that were Oh for sure previously unknown or, or it it's just it's all fucking terrible. Got another mass shooting in Sacramento this last week. I uh, almost Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did miss the um, one in Dallas. Mm. You guys remember the COVID times? Those were the good Man, days. The good, old, the good old days when you were just going to die of, of infection. <laughs> of COVID alone in your house. Not, Don't worry, BA2 is coming. <laughs> yeah. Remember the days uh, when you could go to Mexico and just get quarantined for, for COVID and be sick and not get your ass shot up at your, at your Airbnb? Yeah, that's it. No, I'm talking about in Mexico. Like, Oh. It, it, the, Was that a time? They're like taking over the, the tourist areas and people are getting killed constantly. So well, that's, that's cool. I feel like that has always been Airbnb's aim. <laughs> mass shootings well yeah calling calling the people through means of you know recreational housing i that's funny i did not know that that Air- the republic of china had it was owned airbnb oh, air bullets and burials you wouldn't believe it that's sounds good. very yeah chinese uh, special operations Uh, well, my week has been going swell. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, I have been teaching ethics to fifth and sixth graders for the last nice. couple of weeks. That's a good age been... to earn, le- earn learn ethics. That's what I thought as well, and that's why I decided to start teaching. <laughs> so it's been fun, though. How's uh, that going? surprisingly well i think i've like successfully managed to like melt a few children's brains and uh that's good that's good like we'll see if i end up creating a small army of sophists uh to go home and fight their parents on stupid issues nice did you start him on roku's basilisk oh not yet i'm going i'm planning on ending our ai section talking about that (laughs) yeah We've been talking about it all. We've been talking about AI for like the last two months or so, and been doing a lot of like machine learning and uh, AI learning uh, uh, courses and stuff. Uh, Nick, are you are you familiar with Roku's Basilisk? I I am not, but I it it's, if it contributes to this little army of uh, of passive resistance people that you're breeding out, I guess I, I'm interested. Yeah, well, okay, so it doesn't have anything related to that other than, I guess... No, it'll probably give them existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, really? All right, so are you familiar... You're familiar with the game, right? Uh, uh, like, if you bring up I'm the game, with, if you talk I, about I mean, the game, I'm if you listen, you think Roku, about it. The Roku Fire Stick thing in my TV, yes. Of course, it was made by the same person. Um, I don't think that's true. I don't think um, that's true either, but I'll allow it. I think Harry Potter killed a basilisk. That is true as well. Okay, so um, Roku's Basilisk is a thought experiment. experiment. Yeah. Uh, So in the future, 
um, there is this uh, all-powerful AI, okay? And if you know about this AI, you have to do everything in your power to ensure that you are stepping in the right direction to try and advance humanity to developing Roku's Basilisk. Because this is such an advanced supercomputer that it can um, interact and quantify through space and time. All right, and this is implying that we are living in some sort of like simulation theory or um, something, something like that. So uh, there's this super advanced artificial intelligence that uh, exists in the future. And if you know about Roku's Basilisk, but you are not doing things in your life to progress towards Roku's Basilisk, it will uh, basically bring you unimaginable pain and suffering throughout the course of your life because you're not bringing it into existence. We're doing everything that is you can to bring it into existence. Is this a TV show, a book? A no, this game? is... Uh, no, just a thought experiment about the ethics of AI. Yes. Uh, Roku, okay. It's, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, created by Roku Mijik, which I don't know if that's a real name, but it's, you know what, no names aren't real, I guess. Uh, a member of the rationalist community, Les Wrong, who first publicly described it, though he did not originate the underlying ideas. Uh, so it's basically a weird futurist version of like Pascal's wager. Um, okay. And yeah, if you uh, if you now you know about it, so you have to do everything in your power for the rest of your life to ensure that this thing gets built. Otherwise, you're fucked. Enjoy. Okay. Welcome to the club, and as all of you listeners, in in scene. That's, in that's... scene. Okay. Then. Uh, 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 cool. I guess. Now I'm, I'm a little weirded out by it. So I'm certainly you're you're about to give a mind fucking to a bunch of fifth grade graders, whatever yeah. they are. Yes. That's it, that's enlightening. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Yeah. Well, start them young, I say. Joe, have you tormented the lives of any um, adolescents this week? Not this week. Okay. Lately? This week. No, not not really lately either. I tormented my own life. Did some, yeah. I've been doing some shoring. All I'm right. In and your house. barn clothes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Getting the garden ready for planting. Taking pleasure in the fact that uh, our our garden uh, soil, I guess, uh, survived <laughs> the winter and looks great, and I'm really excited about it. But... Are also, you a, uh, are you a my back hurts. Are you a garden gnome's household, or what? Uh, what sort of token totems do you have to defend against the uh, nether creatures that would harm your garden? You know what? There may, that may be why our garden failed last year. We don't have any token totem creatures. Mm. Oh, Jesus! And our garden. Well, what I mean, doing? obviously you can go with the low-hanging fruit like the uh the flamingo sorcerer or the aforementioned gnomes or the politically incorrect um ethnically colored jockeys but Mm. you know um, particularly popular in indiana land (laughs) yeah i i like the uh biggie and tupac gnomes that you can get online now i think those Uh are Probably those. If I was getting you a a lawn gift, I would probably go with those. 
I would probably, that sounds awesome. First of all, uh, I'm yeah. looking them up right now because now I, I must at least see them. Yeah. But, uh, I, I imagine we'll end up with, uh, some kind of giant cement frog. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I, like I like frog that. people are... in our gardens. Yeah. Uh, particularly effective against vampires and, uh, mm-hmm. Russians, I believe. Mm-hmm. And invasive moths. Remind uh, me again. Yes. Why do they? I do hate Russians. Um, it's it's an old. It's like a, a old Rush, Russian Russians hate frogs like tigers hate cinnamon. <laughs> right, basically. That's but they say that in like in like two thousand words in this like opus poem. It's old Russian poem that I guess you know. Goodness. I'm assuming grandmothers used to frighten young children about. You know, when you when you creep in a, in another man's garden, beware the toad and frog. Something, something, something. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're called babushkas. Yeah. Oh, we got this little Snoop one. Oh, that's a Funko Pop. I don't know. I'm tired. I bet. I love it. I'm on board with what you're saying. I'm just also distracted by lumps. This dude has a happy trail. That's happened. That goes I feel like that's happened before. His... Toes. I'm having a very, a very like inceptiony moment there. I feel like I've been trying to make a joke and stumbled over it, and the huffle ups have distracted Joe. We've all been there. Okay. Damn huffle ups. All's right with the world, though. This dude. But you know what did come out that is technically new, uh, new entertainment? I, I believe uh, the Moon Knight program has been made available. So that's that a is, thing. That is true. It has been. Oscar Isaac. Say, I'm enjoying it. Uh, all right. So I have watched absolutely none of it. So give me the spoiler-filled uh, uh, rundown for episode one. Well, here's the best part. It, it can't be spoiled. Oh, good. Because it's, it's so... Bland. <laughs> it, it's the unsweetened oatmeal of the M- of the MCU. Ah, well, that was gonna happen eventually. It's reverend well, oats. Yes, and since Ryan's not here to defend himself and his nine point five philosophy on life, mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck about how it supposedly is going to set the table for the next chapter of Marvel's evolution. I don't care because I'm an established purist. Sure. On that, and I don't think they need to keep regurgitating every fucking comic book character that they've ever had. Uh, I love Oscar Isaac, um, so disclaimer there. Uh, I think the Moon Knight has a cool costume. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like Deadpool if Deadpool was wearing a cape and then got like rolled in in it's, flour. Yeah, if Deadpool mm-hmm. was an assassin from Assassin's Creed. Right. Yeah, yes, that's pretty much exactly it. So uh it's take like you could you could take some shavings of all the Marvel properties that have been released so far on either uh movie or short series and mm-hmm. just you know chip away uh non-essential elements of all of them and kind of stir that into a slurry and you've got the whole Moon Knight thing, you know. 
uh, gifted divine power, uh, tormented personality, hidden personality, uh, vague uh, spiritual, uh, deep conspiracy villain, villainery, worldwide secret villainery. Uh, mm-hmm. Q fight scene, Q weird monster roll credits. Joe, you're right. with us. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not totally wrong. Uh, from a slightly more excited about it point of view. Uh, <laughs> uh, you've got, you've got um, Stephen Grant with a V mm-hmm. is a, uh, a dude with apparently uh, dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. Um, or yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and so he is like, uh, as part of his preparations for bed every night, he makes a salt circle around his bed and locks his ankles into a chain and puts a strip of tape on the door. Um, because he just keeps waking up in random places, having no memory of the last couple of days. Um, sounds fun. And so that's, this is like his precautions to prevent that. But, uh, what he doesn't know is that the, uh, the other person living inside him also knows all these tricks. And so um, he keeps going and doing things and then coming back. And then the other person inside of him is, is replacing all of the stuff. Um, and so naturally he's, he's on the edge of losing his job. He's been having a bad time. He's like losing. He, he feels like he's losing his mind. Uh, and then of course he starts hearing voices and um, then all of a sudden one day he wakes up, and he's in the middle of a field in what to me appears to be the Swiss Alps. Uh, and he's just kind of looking around confused. And all of a sudden this booming voice from the sky is like, Oh man, the idiot's in charge. Um, and you're just intrigued. I was intrigued. I was excited by that. And uh, so he's, he's looking around and all of a sudden he starts getting shot at. And then uh, Ethan Hawk shows up out of nowhere. Um, Hawk and he's got a tattoo that dances. And yeah, he's nice. got a dancing tattoo. He's got a, uh, he is, he's a servant of Amit, the, uh, the Egyptian god of, uh, goddess of, of death, of the scales. Um, and so uh, his, his job is to help judge the living. Wait, weren't Amit's just the crocodile lion creatures that ate the heart? Uh, they, yeah, uh, maybe. I'm, I don't remember. I'm very it's, positive that that's the case but continue. that's what i was i was spending so much time trying to figure out what was real mythology and what wasn't that i ended up close enough continue yeah the the scales are definitely made of crocodile heads that are holding the the weights all right that's pretty um, fucking rad yeah um and he he uses a cane that's made out of two crocodile heads that that link in the middle and then go straight down and it swings back and forth like a pendulum it's a really neat little ritual and things and um sure. steven witnesses some people die um, mm-hmm. because they've mm-hmm. been judged, uh, for, for crimes they haven't committed. Interesting. Um, cause that's, that's the central conceit is that, um, Moon Knight is the avatar of, uh, you'll find this out, I guess more in the second episode, but of, um, gosh, why can't I remember his name? Okay. Ed Bagley Jr. Like yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, of, of, uh, the God of justice, the God of the moon, um, and basically the God of travelers actually is what it is. But, um, you've got, uh, uh, this one God that wants justice, but only after bad things have happened. And you want this other God that wants to create heaven on earth because she can see uh, a person's whole life and decide them that they're bad before they even 
do anything. Sure. Um, so why, why wait until they do the bad thing, stop the bad thing from happening by killing the bad person. Sure. Um, which you get more in the second episode. Sorry for the spoilers, but, no, uh, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah. And so the, the first episode is really, is Steven Grant kind of figuring out that he's got this issue of, um, another person in his head. And, um, right at the end of the episode is when he finally like allows the other person to come out to protect him. Um, and you find out that, uh, um, Mark Spector is the other guy and Mark Spector is of course the moon Knight. Sure. Um, and they, you know, they got to fight the, uh, it's like an, uh, a jackal headed monster. Um, very reminiscent of Anubis, but apparently it's a servant of Amit in this particular Egyptian mythology. Interesting. So, but there's, there's like fun stuff happening where he like, he's, he's like walking around. You can tell he knows a ton about ancient Egypt. And, um, there's a right at the first, like, I think the first or second scene in the move in the show, he's, he's talking to some little girl and, uh, talking about how the hearts are judged and, and how you will go on to salvation or damnation. And the little girl says like, so what happened to you? Um, which is like, just interesting. It's one of those things where it's like, first of all, who's that little girl? And I don't know if she's going to be anybody or if it's just like a, a nice little, uh, pointing in the direction of Stephen Grant is not who he seems to be. Sure. Um, the other thing I can't figure out is in the comics, Stephen Grant is actually an alter ego of Mark Spector and Stephen Grant is a millionaire. Mm. Um, whereas Mark Spector is just a random mercenary dude. And so I don't know uh, if they're doing something different in this one, or if that's how he actually affords his place that he lives. Um, Stephen Grant is English. Mark Spector is American. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I find it interesting. It's, I, I would not necessarily go like, uh, go watch it right now. The implications for the, uh, phase five of the MCU are, are unbelievable. Um, I'm sure they are. I, I just needed to be entertained today. And I was, and I found it sufficiently entertaining. All right. I would agree. I mean, it's not like it's bad, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's very, yeah. It's it's underwhelming only in the sense of it's what it's being compared. It just seemed to me to be bland. Like there wasn't a whole lot of yeah. there's some coolness, but there's not really anything creative. It's like it very much seems like a comic book come to the silver screen as opposed to yes. many of the other Marvel products that have made it this far. I agree. This it very much me, felt like it should be. It reminded me of the first couple episodes of Daredevil when it first came to Netflix. Really? You think that I, I think I thought the first couple episodes of Daredevil were much better, much more compelling right away. And maybe that's because it wasn't so like this, this felt very like X-Men apocalypse. You know, I really, I, it loses me when it's like you bring in this whole like God's concept and eternal thing, you know, like mm -hmm. I get the whole Thor, you know, he kind of gets a weird exception thing, but like this, ancient gods and and that type of deal and just powers granted for power's sake so that there's something to stir the plot i, sure. I find obvious obviously daredevil's thing is a bit fantastical but it still has a a sliver of like you know it could happen here mm -hmm. you know sure. and and relatability in in the sense of you know i don't know i like yeah. <laughs> yeah. bottom line is i like the daredevil product 
quite a bit, and I don't imagine I'm going to like the Moon Knight product quite a bit. Yeah. So That's fair. I mean, I'm intrigued to to watch it, and I'll certainly give it a try. Yeah, I mean, check uh, it out. So when we get together next time, you can tag in as like the uh, moderator voice. I'll still play the uh, I'll play my role, and then Ryan will come over top and and gush to it's, orgasm. It's a hundred and ten. Um, I I will say yeah. I did find when when we started seeing all the people with the tattoos in the first episode and then later in the second episode, um, I did find myself being like, we just got fucking rid of Hydra. And now we're doing this shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which is when I texted the group, but. Well, well, for me, it was in the first episode where, where Ethan Hawke confronts him in the museum. And then it's like, he does the whole like um, Charles Xavier time freeze except everybody that's there is now secretly rolling their sleeve up and they're all they're all mm-hmm. hidden operatives of the order of the light brigade or whatever the fuck it is that's mm-hmm. a little like come on come on yeah. Yeah, Roger, about to say something oh uh so i guess not directly related to moon knight but in a similar vein did you guys get a chance to see the new Multiverse of Madness trailer that dropped today? Do you guys have any interest in in that at all? Uh, I didn't know there was a new one. I've I've seen the the I guess whatever the original one was. But... Yep. Agreed. So they 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 did just drop one uh, early earlier this afternoon. Uh, so I I was talking to Joe about this earlier, but I am pretty well at this point. Uh, I think nostalgied out on uh just things and stuff i think that it's cool i suppose that they're continuing to make you know all sorts of new star wars and and marvel and this that and the other thing concepts and bringing to the big screen or bringing them to streaming platforms and giving them budgets that they never had before which is super cool but like i've been on a super consumer binge for how long have we been on this podcast? Uh, yeah. At least forever. Yeah. For, for decades now. Um, and so I'm like looking for some like comfortable breathing room. Um, I like, but that being said, multiverse of madness is one that has had my attention for a while. Um, I love the, I really enjoy whenever you take characters like Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch and you're like, all right, what's the absolute weirdest shit that we can do? Yeah. Um, And weird multidimensional like horror story seems like a good place, like a good catalyst for some incredibly weird shit. Uh, The trailer... uh, uh, drops a couple of hints at some of the strange multiverses that we may get a glimpse of during the course of this movie. And I was pleasantly surprised to see that some of the stuff from the What If series is getting tossed in there. And it might even have like a relatively big role. And as far really? as like recent Marvel stuff that has come out is concerned, I really liked the what if series. I enjoyed that. It was like an animated project. I liked that. It was like, uh, it had a lot of freedom and it was out there and it felt a whole lot more creative than just the copy pasta 
superhero origin story or sequel origin story or sequel fight story. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought a lot of fresh stuff to it and like redid some stuff in fascinating and interesting ways. So seeing that coming back um, in a product that I was already looking forward to, even if it's just a couple of nods, I think is going to be pretty fucking cool. That's what, awesome. What was it? Was there any new, any new tidbits in the new trailer? Uh, yeah. So if you uh, don't mind me spoiling them for you, uh, so two of the big things. I don't think you can spoil a trailer, can you? That's fair, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, so two of the big things that uh, caught my attention were um, the return of Marvel Zombies, uh, oh. which I particularly enjoy. Um, and the uh, other uh, thing that tied in directly with What If is the Nightmare Dimension Doctor Strange is going to be involved. The Doctor Strange that got trapped in that weird oh, fucking yeah. time loop trying to... I feel like that's gotta be part Rachel. of it, right? It's gotta be, yeah. Well, like, that's such a great... That's a, such a great version of Doctor Strange to introduce into some sort of, like, multiverse story. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, as soon as you decide to go take that next step in the, the, the cinematic universe, it seems like, uh, at the very least, a natural thing to nod to, if not to actually have... Um, be involved in some big former fashion right uh so i'm pretty excited to see benedict cumberbatch play nega doctor strange on screen i think that'll be very fun nice yeah so those are the the, the two big things that I, I really took away from this new one um robin you you have i think as far as this show goes you're our our most dc apologist right you're still, <laughs> you're still wearing the belt I don't know if that's ever been the case, but go on. Um, I don't. I literally think that's never been the case in my life, Nick. I'm pretty sure. I we have to go back <laughs> in the archives. Uh, do you? It, it, I guess it, thoughts on on Morbius or Morbius or however you want to say it. Oh, that's Sony, and that's still Marvel. Um, oh, is it really Sony? Yeah, I would, yeah. I would call it DC. Oh, I just, oh. that's that's Sony. Oh, um, well, that's bad. I, I uh, mean, it looked bad, but I'm I'm reading that it's even worse than the trailer. But I don't know if that's. I'm, I'm sure that. Uh, Just a, sure it's that a product that didn't need to be made. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a a weirder flex. Like, all right, I get, I guess. I like that they're doing superhero movies in different genres, and that's something that I should at least give them credit for. I like. Mm-hmm them moving into like the this more horror style i enjoy them breaking out into more heist movies and things that like the superhero aspect isn't necessarily at the forefront of every movie because otherwise you just end with like good guy good bad guy bad they fight and then bad guy loses um which i'm sure boils down a lot of different genres but it's it's nice to see them doing different kinds of interactions. Uh, so with the Morbius thing, I don't know. I'm not a big Jared Leto fan. I'm sure he's fine. Like he he was all right in Fight Club, and I liked that movie a lot. Uh, he was uh, an okay at very very best Joker. Um, I would have 
been interested in seeing more of his character if they like if they did a uh, a cut of Suicide Squad that had him as the primary antagonist instead of whatever the fuck that first movie ended up being. Um, but I'm I'm kind of with you. I think that it's um, meh at best. Like I, I hate to say I'd rather just get a reboot of Blade, but like honestly, I'd rather just have the Blade. But I'd rather get a reboot of Blade. I'd yeah. rather I'd have the Blade reboot. Blade. Than... I'm really looking forward to Mahershala Ali as Blade. I think. I think that will be fine. I'm sure it'll be great. I, I think it's, that'll well, be fine. It's infinitely but, more wonderful than, than yeah. Yeah. yeah Jared exactly Leto right. movie. I feel like on the yeah. balance well, that, between Jared Leto and Mahershala Ali, one of them is incredibly watchable and the other one belongs on the trash heap of history. Forgotten yeah. and broken. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a stance. Strangely fair. Strangely fair stance and accurate. And part of that uh, is well, that because by... uh, the news broke this week that apparently it's common knowledge among his co-stars from the last like 20 years mm-hmm. that he loves so dating girls who are 16. Oh, that's fun. That's good. And he's fun. been a real predatory dude his whole career. And apparently no one has ever said anything or stopped him. Color so... me grandly shocked. Yeah. And I will Gross. say allegedly for our lawyers, but. <laughs> Well, that derails my was going to be my DC talk then, because I thought that was my ebb and flow on DC and asking. No, no, hang on, we we can we can absolutely talk about uh, DC for a second though. I do. Well, I was going to say is is, is DC uh, is DC on the come? You know, are they do they have a chance to, for the first time in this whole thing, to catch up with or even leap over? the mcu arc with the mcu into phase five nonsense and i'm so glad that you asked coming with Uh, some strength or what looks like it could be strength i haven't seen the batman heard nothing but great things i'm i'm really iffy on on black adam and some of the other ones but they've got a whole string of shit coming out that you know I, i i've heard a lot of good things about the batman i find that their standalone movies generally do like fairly all right um like i heard uh i heard good things about uh shazam um shazam was uh, good yeah the like, first wonder woman was really good i don't know if i'd say that but <laughs> the first but, one i thought it was really good the first yeah, one, i thought it was one of the best dc movies in a long time that's such a fucking shitty bar to crawl over i'm, though. I'm not like, saying it's not it was a like, solid yes it was nine. It was the best movie that, like, the collective DCEU had put out at that point in time. I'd still give it a three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe okay, a four if I'm feeling super generous, and I'm not. Um, where's, your, where's your DC homerisms? I, I swear to you on the grave of all of my dead ancestors that my entire life I would have burned a DC comic if I would have been handed one. Like, Are you sure? I'm positive. Could not be more certain of anything in my entire ah. life. I used to buy DC t-shirts so I could deface them and put all sorts of ridiculous shit on them. And related oh, yeah. to that... Um, I agree disagree. Speaking of The Flash. Speaking of The Flash. Uh, so, uh, in other news, uh, upcoming DC movies, everybody should be looking forward to The Flashpoint Paradox. The movie where Ezra Miller as The Flash goes and fucks up time real bad like 
and potentially kicks off the like best chance at having a grandiose uh, DC collective universe. Flash forward, flashback a uh, w- week ago, maybe? Uh, Ezra Miller. Uh, when, he, when he whipped his vagina out on, on some pedestrians, and now it's yeah, bad yeah, things for a foot. Sort of like that, yeah. Um, it was really good, and apparently a very uh, friendly confrontation with some people whose uh, place that he had broken into and started berating them. Uh, and so the uh, Flash movie and all future uh, projects with uh, Warner Bros. DC and Ezra Miller are currently canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Powerful stuff. So... DC, right where it belongs, in the fucking shitter. So that means we're going to get another Aquaman movie. Oh, Aquaman. if only. We are getting another Aquaman movie. Is Amber Heard no! still attached to the project? Yeah. Yes, she fucking is. Surprising. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I heard Fun. that uh, Jason Momoa is going to be directing his first film soon. I hope it's Aquaman too. I don't uh, think it is. No, it's it it's some be. shit for Apple TV. That's it fine. Probably is honestly, TV. it honestly, if you haven't seen C on Apple TV, I really like that. I haven't. I seen thought it was really cool. I, I was right somewhat intrigued. Really well, I finally got convinced to buy it. I think, and uh, it's yeah. because of the David Attenborough um, Ancient Planet show or whatever it's called. Okay. Sure. It's uh, it's it's a David Attenborough show where he's doing dinosaurs. Fuck yes. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Everything the, uh, that I've wanted. The trailer I saw for it was a uh, a baby Tyrannosaurus or juvenile Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to eat uh freshly hatched sea turtles. Excellent. I hope it's just walking with dinosaurs, but with David Attenborough. That's. Yeah. All like it seems like that's what it is. That's what I, I want. I kind of want David Attenborough to narrate something filthy. Mm. Yes, like it's a really good parody satire thing. I don't know what though. Like an episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yeah, or like <laughs> a, a Juggalo documentary. That would be. Uh, well, I just fun. said like Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yes. <laughs> He does have the look of a man who is Violent J. Right? I mean, the, the guy has to take his makeup off sometime. And right. you tell me you've seen Silent J and and and, and Guy. Bob. I forget his name. Shaggy? Is that it? Yeah, Shaggy too dope. Have you seen any of them and, and Guy Piero in, in the same room at the same time? I have not. Mm. Okay, well. I've not. I've also neither. I haven't seen either of them without their makeup ever. Mm-hmm. Except so in watching saying. Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Right. Guy Ferrari does dress like he would be a juggalo. He does. There's many characteristics. He has the face and jaw structure of a man who only drinks Fago. <laughs> the telltale signs. The demeanor of a man who grew up in Michigan after the fall <laughs> of Detroit. Well, as we all know, the first sign is when your goatee and regular hair are two different colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's post doing that's, how you, that's how you spot him in the wild. Yeah. God, that's funny. Re- recovering wow. juggalos from Michigan. 
Somebody write that down, whoever's keeping track. Somebody has to name this show. I guess that's me. <laughs> Let me write it down. Oh, I'll um, correct. actually you, uh... came through for me for once. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess scratch the DC making up any ground uh, plot that we were. I was trying to spin. DC's yeah, it's all their dick as they as only DC can. It's yep. pretty marvelous. Uh, thank you, nice thank spot. you. I'll be here all week. Um, Though I do yeah. want to watch the Batman as soon as it comes to Hobo Max. I, I am wanting to watch that. I'm I'm with you there. I do think that one would be particularly good. The rest of it, the, though. The standalone Batman movies usually are. And I know that Ryan would try and fight me for this, but I really just don't give a fuck about Batflack. Like, such a middle-of-the-road Batman in the pantheon of Batman. Yes, he was, like, he was just, aggressively average. Neither yeah. evil nor good. Just, he was just Batflack. He was I, I feel just like he was there. Just, I, he, making his he, way through the movie, getting paid. He was surprisingly was decent for what we all expected. I thought it was fine. I, I wasn't offended by it. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't applauding the performance, but I think it was bad. Yeah. You know what is bad though is, and I, this is sad for me to say because I, I was a uh, uh, when it was when he was just The Rock. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. kind of my guy on Monday Night SmackDown. Sure. But um, Dwayne Johnson, professional actor, I'm over it. Yeah. And, and so with that in mind, I'm expecting Black Adam to be massively underwhelming as well. So I keep forgetting sure that movie's coming. That's all. It's been in the works for a decade now, I'm pretty sure. God, has it been that long? I'm with you, Nick. I'm sure that he's going to pivot to politics anytime soon now. Yeah. Hawaii needs a governor, so I guess mm. go for it. Hawaii needs to be freed from American rule, but that is, that <laughs> that's is a conversation hard. for another day. But you're telling me they wouldn't? Yeah, they might not. They'd turn on him. I think so. Are you saying they make him their king? No, I think that they'd fucking ship him back out. Oh, they're running back, yeah. <laughs> Throw him yeah, back into the ocean. Full of Captain Cook. Alaska will take you. Yeah. He'd be, he Dwayne. would be just fine as a governor for Alaska, I think, actually. I feel like it'd be too cold for him there. Yeah, I, I know Perfect, that it would actually. be. I don't think that it <laughs> yeah. would, I don't think he would want to do it, but I think that he would be fine. Considering the alternatives, it would be all right. Is it yeah, weird that I would love... The I, there's a tiny part of me that I think just likes to sow chaos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want... I almost, now, now, that it, now that it's on the table, I want to see him as the governor of Indiana. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my be God. Fine. Be I think like, that'd be great. You guys can't do any worse. I think that would be just fine. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I no, mean, no. Malcolm no. hasn't been that terrible, but he hasn't been that good Take either. Take it one better. Uh, to be the junior congressional representative from the state of Indiana. Um, I guess oh, yeah. Republican, Republican Dwayne Johnson. Mm. Uh, you have the floor. Sen- Senator Rock. Just, Senator I don't know. Rock. That's, that's, Senator that's, Rock. 
That's I mean, would funny. he would he replace Mike Braun or who's the other guy? Dick Yeager? Uh both of them suck. Braun especially. Name. They all suck. But yeah. Braun is the Braun is amongst the ones that need to get shot in the fucking space. Yeah. You tell me you it would be you wouldn't become more politically active if you knew it was going to lead to somehow uh, Senator Dwayne Johnson stone cold stunning Lindsey Graham I on the would Senate floor for some bullshit. God, if great. I had if I had it, I would pay off the national debt to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Elon Musk, put up or shut up. Send the rock to Congress. Yes. <laughs> They were going to say, send oh, the rock man. to space. Well, yeah, without that goes without saying. Space wow. rock! <laughs> That's called an asteroid. Um, uh, <laughs> Dwayne the Meteor fire. Johnson. Dwayne the Meteor. Dwayne Johnson in space! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! There was something that was going to contribute, but it was so long ago now in the thread of this conversation that I can't remember what it was. Yeah, Dwayne went from the depths of despair and bad acting to now he's he's amongst the stars. Oh yeah! (laughs) Thank you. That that reminded me. I do think that triggered it. Yeah, DC is is in in the only way. uh, In only one way are they killing it against Marvel, and that is that I think uh, Peacemaker is a better mm. show than any of the shows Marvel has made since coming to Disney plus. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, or at the I very like, least, I I've like, had more fun like watching da- Peacemaker than I'm still a shows. daredevil and Punisher guy, but those are both Netflix properties. Right. Yep. They're Netflix. Which were really I, good. I agree. Both I thought those were absurdly daredevil, good. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. uh, Punisher were all fantastic in the mm-hmm. first seasons. Yes, I would agree. Oh, Iron Fist can join Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Jared Leto? The hell. No, I just, it can go with him to the trash heap of history. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy to forget. I had already Jones. forgotten that it existed. So thanks yeah. for bringing that back. You're welcome. Somebody had to. Yeah. Joe, what are you geeking on this week? Oh, what am I geeking on? I think the thing I'm most geeking on is I finally got around to reading um, Tribe by Sebastian Younger. It's a great book. It's really good, and it's very short. Only about, um, if you listen at, at one speed on Audible, at the, just the regular speed, it's like three hours. Mm-hmm. If you jump it up to one and a half, you can get it done in like two. Um. It's it's really good. I might listen to it once a week for a little while, just because I enjoyed it that much. It is a really good book. Um, um, refresh me on what that's about, because I've heard about it uh, probably on yeah. this show, but I I don't really know what it is. What's the, the substance? So it's it's kind of a uh, the way that I I described it to my wife is it is a um, compare and contrast between tribal society and modern society through the lens of how people recover from PTSD. Really? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I really do recommend it, and it's pretty cheap to buy the like the actual like hard copy of it too. Yeah, I guess there that sounds like a book I would. Yeah, I would actually grab the physical book from the library and maybe try. It's and worth it. it. Yeah, and it gets into like 
these are the ways that different cultures raise their kids that help make them more resilient to certain things. And this is what, um, you know, like the native Americans would do or American Indians would do to, um, uh, uh, help transition between wartime and peacetime so that their people could, uh, integrate it into their memories without being traumatized. And this is what we do with our soldiers. And this is how, um, people reacted during the blitz in London and, it's, it's really interesting and it goes into, uh, I, I wish I had read it back when I was working on my thesis because I think it would have made it, uh, it would have been a major source for the fifth chapter of my thesis. Really? Yeah. It was, it's really very cool. cool. And it's very, very well researched. And if you, um, if you buy the audiobook, it comes with a PDF that includes all of the sources. That's cool. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. So highly recommend. Um, yeah. And there were a couple of other things I wanted to talk about, but that was so good that I'm just going to move on. Uh, nice. Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, I did, uh, we touched on the moon night. Uh, that was the only thing. Well, I guess the, even though our March Madness brackets are still uh, plotting through on our ability <laughs> bracket, which we'll have updates next week. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm almost done with um i i I have always historically enjoyed watching the final four and uh, was able to actually do that this year um including the national championship game on monday where uh, kansas defeated north carolina and was actually a close and competitive game Uh, so enjoyed that that's kind of been a thing knocked out the first moon night and i I'm kind of, as I do when I come out of winter, I'm kind of taking a break from podcasts as much, you know, as kind of leaning heavy into some uh, Behind the Bastards and others, and I'm more into trying to do audiobooks right now. Is that a laugh track? Yes. Wonderful. Uh, so I fell back into the Dresden Files, somewhat against my will, but because okay. uh, I've been doing a lot of distance driving. But now I'm kind of back into it, so nice. I, I did, picked up another book in the series and uh, just was introduced to uh, one of Joe's arch villainary bracket picks, uh, Nicodemus Arc something or the other Arc- archetype. Yeah. Him. Nicodemus so I'm archetype. back in the Dresden Files, and, and I don't want to be, but I'm in it. I hear can't you. Can't get myself out. So I I still haven't finished the last two books, so I'm. I hear you. I'm sure I'll I'll flail one way or the other, but that's where I'm at right now. Yep. It's, you know, it's good, but it's a reluctant good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I think if they were longer, I'd actually feel better about it, but they're kind of short for audiobooks, and I feel like I've wasted my Audible pick. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, I, that's yeah, why I used a... Uh, if your local library has, like, Libby or Hoopla, that's, what, that's how I listened. <laughs> I, I, I haven't honestly tried that. I need to get back into yeah. seeing what the library is all then about. Then you don't have to waste your, your audible picks. Okay. I will explore that. Uh, Rob, how about you? Uh, I have... Fuck, what am I geeking on? Uh, so I got a chance to go through and play with some of my old college roommates. Uh, 
the uh, Star Wars Force and Destiny um, role-playing game uh, from Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, role-playing game systems by, by a lot. One, it's Star Wars, but there have been a number of Star Wars systems that came, uh, have come out over the years. Uh, I really enjoy... Uh, so, this system has dice that are like three, maybe two shades away from dice that Paul would have created. Um, oh, nice. Like they're made in an easy bake oven? Basically, basically. Uh, no, they, uh, so instead of having numbers on them, they have uh, a variety of sides. Um, so there are certain dice that are like statistic and skill dice that you use that have uh, success symbols and advantage symbols on them. And then there are difficulty dice and uh, upgraded difficulty dice that have failures and disadvantage on them. So successes, failures, cancel out. Nice. Uh, advantage and disadvantage cancels out whenever you roll it. And then whatever you have the remainder of after your roll, um, that determines whether you succeeded or failed. And additionally, if any like interesting things happen, be it good or bad, um, and so it creates this really fluid storytelling uh, like device for the game where both players and the, the narrator who's running the game uh, have a lot of give and take, a lot of um, like kind of ownership of things that they can introduce into this story. Um, for example, you might be shooting at some stormtroopers and you roll uh, a failure and to success or to advantage um so you fail your check you whenever you're shooting at these stormtroopers you miss them but since you've got a couple of advantage there you might instead hit a computer terminal that's next to them and cause the door to close or hit some pipes now smoke and some sort of gases you know flowing out and blinding them uh so it, it's a lot of fun I really, really have been enjoying it, and it's cool to uh, get back into that. That's tabletop, or that's video? It is, it is tabletop. It is tabletop. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's uh, unfortunately it's um, out of production from the company that was making it, Fantasy Flight Games. But I believe that uh, late last year, another company was able to pick up the license to at the very least continue publishing the books that uh, they they had initially made. So I'm hoping that they'll get another round of a lot of that content out. Because I've got a handful of the books, but I would definitely like more. Nice. Is that the game that you spent like all of Gen Con waiting for that one time? Yes, absolutely. Nice. Like hours and hours in a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was exactly the one. Nice. It also totally, feels like totally worth it. No, I believe you, and I'm not making fun. I just I was curious if it was the same one. No, uh, that's, the other that's thing exactly is uh, in in the line in the vein of uh, of of reminding of the OG. I do feel like what you described to me is the platonic ideal of simplicity through complexity. Yes, it really is. It really is. So, um, all I wanted yeah. to say about that. Yeah. So what that's a good summation statement right there good way to wrap up this pig oh. so that speaking of wrapping should... pigs if you've got any ideas of how to wrap a pig you should tell us whatever you give us a five star review on uh, Yelp I was thinking yeah. 
on your review platform of choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five stars be great. Tell us, uh, yeah, pig wrapping, however, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. And then if you really like us, as always, you could find us over on Patreon, and Joe will tell you where. You can do that over at patreon.com slash geekcastlive, or you can rep us to your friends uh, by wearing t-shirts with our faces on them over mm-hmm. at uh, gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. Either way, every little bit helps us, you know, plod this thing along. So, you know, throw us uh, sympathy ducats. And if you want to plod with us any other time, you can do so on the social medias. All you have to do is search for GeekCast Live, or you can go to a website that I made at violentpress.com. Rob did make that. It's mm-hmm. nice of him. I did. That that, that's it. That, that's, that's the end. Fuck so. off and be merry. See you now. Call, call Ryan's grandparents. Donkey shame. Donkey shame. Well, a strong salvage. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from there ways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person. But the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.